Hey privates, before we get into today's episode, I want to turn you on to another hilarious and awesome sex podcast from the Pleasure Podcast Network. It is Good Moms, Bad Choices, and uh, what I love about this show is that Erica and Mila keep it real. There is no judgment and no shame, but they're keeping it 100. And they show that moms are still multifaceted beings. It's like, duh, but that's also really important. What's up? We're Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Two moms living in L.A., the valley to be exact. Duh. But don't get it twisted. We keep it 100, real, and unfiltered every Wednesday. This is not your average mom show. No DIYs, mommy hacks. Or complaining about how our kids just hit their 60-month milestone. This is grown folks talk. That's right, because mama gotta have a life too. Nothing is off limits as we discuss mental health, sex, motherhood, dating, culture, and our sometimes bad choices. With a range of guests from social activists to porn star parents, this is a judgment-free zone for moms, women, and anyone looking for their tribe. Join us, your hosts, Erica and Mila of Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast, every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast about love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak, and Valentine's Day is upon us, as well as Valentine's Day, so I am dropping an extra sexy special for all my horny privates. And that is the story of my Tokyo happy ending massage. In October, I wrote all about it for Cosmo, and I included it as an audio essay at the end of episode 103 with more from the Tokyo series. Plus, there's the original Tokyo series. If you want to go back to 2020, you can listen to that. But I wanted this audio essay just to live on the feed as a quickie. So I'm sharing it with you again today as a standalone. Try not to drive your car off the road if you're driving or break a plate if you're washing dishes. You've been officially warned. This is bubble bath listening, okay? You might even want to hop in bed, grab your vibrator. Honestly, I would be honored if you jerked off to my jerk off story. So (laughs) without further ado, here we go. And now for the moment we've all been waiting for. This is the story of my Tokyo happy ending massage. Fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. (laughs) So I recently wrote about this for Cosmo and then I was like, damn, I gotta make this an audio version for the privates. This is pretty sexy. This is pretty spicy. So today I want to share it with you. There was a full moon outside the hotel window. My best friend was downstairs in the lobby, and a strange man was jerking me off with a vibrator. No, this wasn't a fantasy. This was my real life. We didn't go to Tokyo with the intention of being sex tourists, but that's what happened. 30 minutes earlier, I'd rushed up the elevator and through the hall to meet my erotic masseuse. As I approached our hotel room door, I was greeted by a gorgeous 20-something Japanese man with flawless skin, 
holding a gift bag. We exchanged hellos in each other's language and then giggling went inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was buzzing at an 11. Oh. A little drunk and electric with anticipation coursing through my body. My nervous energy bubbled over as I fumbled with the key card. So how did I get here on the verge of my first happy ending massage? Well, in February 2020, on the cusp of a certain global pandemic, before people had ever thought of calling a pandemic a pandemi or a panini, <laughs> my best friend and I went to Tokyo, Japan for our comedy sex travel podcast, Private Parts Unknown. You're listening to it, baby. And at the end of our last interview for this trip with Hiroko Amai, a very cool 30-something local reporter and producer, we innocently asked our standard final question, anything else? This just happens to be the best, most underrated interview question of all time, BTW. And what happened next is exhibit A for why. We expected her to answer with maybe like a sightseeing recommendation or some wacky anime dessert. But Hiroko said, the one thing I want you guys to try is a male prostitute. Just to clarify, by prostitute, she was referring to erotic masseuses that didn't engage in insertion, but instead perform services like licking, kissing, and fingering, in case you were looking for a more technical definition. See, she'd interviewed one of the top erotic masseuses for work, and she'd been tempted to experiment with the experience, but never did. I think she was excited about having us be the guinea pigs. We laughed initially, although you can hear on the tape that we were quickly intrigued by the suggestion. Earlier in the interview, Hiroko described the levels of sex and intimacy work in Japan, from faux boyfriend or faux girlfriend companionship available at host and hostess clubs, up to soap lands, which are the closest thing to American-style brothels. Hiroko explained that one level below Soaplands is a service called Delivery Health, which is basically like Postmates for ladies who want to get off. She told us thousands of guys auditioned to work at one of the Delivery Health agencies, like American Idol for gigolos. Those accepted were specially trained with fingering techniques that titillate women without penetration. Yes, Tokyo is a truly magical place. What's funny is that when Hiroko first told us about the service, I'd pictured older women clientele in my mind. I didn't see myself as a potential customer. But when she suggested we try it, it felt like a dare in the best way possible. I'm in a monogamous, long-term relationship. Now he's my fiancé, but he was my live-in boyfriend at the time. So... I needed permission. (laughs) I felt emboldened by my plausible excuse. I mean, I was in Tokyo to do research for my sex podcast, after all. I didn't want to pay for a long-distance call. Plus, I wanted to give him time to think about it, so I sent him a text. Hey, baby. Somebody we interviewed recommended we get an erotic massage. No sex, obs. But I just wanted to ask if that's cool with you first. Let me know kissy face. Nervous and excited, butterflies danced in my stomach while I waited for a response, but I didn't have to wait long. 
Four minutes later, I saw those gray dots appear, and he replied, LOL, yeah, no prob. Kissy face. Yes. My jaw dropped. What an awesome response. Strangely, it made me want to marry him. My boyfriend had always seemed like he would be a good husband, but this was a defining moment that seriously reinforced his life partner potential. My co-host and I went to a Denny's-like Japanese restaurant with Hiroko, where she ordered our masseuses for later that night. Mine had a crown next to his name on the website, indicating he was a top provider. And I couldn't wait to find out what that felt like in practice. As we dined, we discussed our pregame plans, which found us bar hopping around Shinjuku and eventually landing at an SNM club in Ginza called Blackheart, as one does, where we completely lost track of time thanks to some very attentive hostesses who never let our glasses run empty. I guess time flies when you're pre-gaming your erotic massage. <laughs> we got a cab and rushed back to our hotel. I scampered up the elevator and through the hall to meet my erotic masseuse. The anticipation was wild. Once we got to the bed in my hotel room, I just stood there in silence for a second. I'd never done this before. So I tried to ask how the whole thing worked. But beyond saying hi, we didn't have many words in common. Awkward giggles <laughs> ensued as I got out my phone and opened Google Translate to tap out. I've never done this before. You've shown me what to do. He took over from there, ushering me to the shower. Apparently, it's customary for both parties to shower beforehand and sometimes after, too, which I totally approve of. And while he took his turn, I found out that unassuming little gift bag had been loaded with an arsenal of sex toys that were now carefully placed on the bed alongside a bottle of massage oil and a bottle of lube. After his shower, it was finally time for the main event. He oiled me up as I lay face down on the bed, gave me a very short massage with oil, and then moved on to the erotic portion. I recognized some of the expert fingering, butterfly kissing, and sucking techniques that Hiroko had mentioned. Then he moved on to the vibrators, cycling through a few different options from his bag of tricks. My masseuse had a boner, which I took as a compliment. <laughs> but ever the professional, he kept the focus on me. Though I did feel like maybe I could have had a freebie if I wanted it. <laughs> But I didn't need it because it was thrilling just to have a stranger's hands on my body. I felt like I was living a fantasy. I didn't come during the actual massage. Ironically, I was too excited. But instead, I felt a sexy euphoria that started with my masseuse's first touch and lasted well after I landed back in Los Angeles and resumed my regular life. It was like edging for a full week, well worth the 11,000 yen, aka just over $100 at the time. Usually my best friend and I inevitably wind up fighting at the end of our travels together, but this trip was different. There was no room for negativity after a happy ending. The next day, we were literally skipping through Tokyo on the way to the airport. We were beside ourselves, barely able to believe our good fortune, exclaiming, how great was that? 
I have never felt like my pleasure was such a priority. Can you believe my partner let me do this? (laughs) We were ecstatic. So would I recommend a friend get a happy ending massage? Uh, A million times, yes. We were joking that we might start leading tours to Tokyo so more women could give it a try. It was an experience that changed me on multiple levels. To have my sexual satisfaction taken so seriously, literally like it was a job, felt very empowering as a woman. That's not how our culture is typically oriented. We take for granted that men are desirous and deserving of pleasure, but we don't tend to let women have that same sexual purchasing power. And oh my God, what a huge turn on. It was a different kind of release than I get from a typical romantic exchange. And it expanded my mind to aspects of open relationships that I hadn't considered before. I was blown away by how cool my boyfriend was about allowing me to have this experience inside our up till now monogamous relationship. And it helped me realize that dalliances like this can lend a little extra spice to a long-term relationship without actually going full poly. I was so horny on the plane ride home, (laughs) cramped in my economy seat on an international flight that I tried to watch porn on my phone covertly. It was a threesome scenario, a couple hiring a lady sex worker in Amsterdam. I straddled a ridge on my seat and rocked myself into it hard. A couple Chinese schoolboys across the aisle burst out laughing. They were onto me, clowning on me and pointing me out to their friends. Not even that could stop my grinding. I was so turned on. It was obvious that what happens in Tokyo doesn't necessarily stay in Tokyo. That extra erotic euphoria was a persistent stowaway. As soon as my boyfriend picked me up from the airport in LA, I mauled him with kisses. I couldn't stop touching him in the car. And when we got home, I could hardly wait to rip his clothes off and fuck. I mean, we're both busy, and we had gotten in a little bit of a rut of not prioritizing sex before the trip. But my happy ending reinvigorated us both. Suffice it to say, I was a satisfied customer. And I can't wait to go back to Tokyo. In the meantime, it's kind of a bummer that erotic massages for women are harder to find in America. Although perhaps it's just a matter of learning the lingo. Several months after we got back from our trip, we interviewed writer and sex work activist Selena the Stripper, who told us that you can find similar services in Los Angeles under the name Yoni Massage. Hmm. Maybe it's time I ask my boyfriend if I can do some more research. Hey, privates. Privates with penises, I'm talking to you. (laughs) Our sponsor, Fleshlight, can help you reach new heights with your self-pleasure. And that is because Fleshlight is the number one selling male sex toy in the world. And they don't just leave you hanging over there. At Fleshlight, you can explore sex toys with expert guides and advice, especially if you're a beginner or you're looking to level up. If you have been listening to the show for a while, you know how I feel about self-pleasure, and it is very, very good. And I definitely endorse using sex toys. I have a lot of fun with sex toys myself. So with the Fleshlight Girls series, you can embrace your wildest porn star fantasies with a different porn actress every night. 
What? With the variety of models, sensations, and intensities, you can live out limitless fantasies. And you can automate your fantasies with the universal launch that fits most Fleshlight products. With its innovative touch control system, just set the controls, sit back, and enjoy. And you have pleasure right in your hands. Your pleasure is in your complete control. And as the ultimate male pleasure device on the market, it's as versatile as you are. Anatomical, stamina building, vibrating, or made for couples, you name it. You define your luxury moment. And I just want to say, if you have any shame around sex toys, please don't. It is so much better than being weird with girls because you feel kind of desperate or whatever. Fleshlight just allows you to chill out, wait for the right girl when she comes, and in the meantime, you know you are going to be getting yours and having a good time. So you don't even have to sweat it. And right now, Fleshlight is offering Private Parts Unknown listeners 10% off your order with our code PRIVATE10. So you just go to ppupod.com. That's the website, ppupod.com. You click Fleshlight and you use the promo code PRIVATE10 to get 10% off your delicious new device. Again, that is ppupod.com and enter code PRIVATE10 And it really helps support the show. It helps support yourself and your own sex drive. So go ahead and use the link in the episode description. We can all be horny together. We can keep this podcast going. So get yourself a flashlight and get yourself off. Okay, that was pretty epic, right? And it was so interesting because I saw Selena the stripper post about their happy ending massage on the plane ride back. That was a very eventful plane ride. (laughs) And then we had them on the podcast a few months later, and Selena's yoni massage actually helped them heal some sexual trauma. So here's a little preview. So um, we did a call, and he started off by like asking me to tune into my body and asked how I felt, like what were all of the parts of me feeling. And I just had a moment where I was like, I just feel a lot of pain. Like I, my knees hurt, my ankles hurt, my back was tight. We just had a moment where we were acknowledging the amount of pain that my body was in that I wasn't acknowledging before. And I just started crying. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God, oh. like I can't, like I can't believe that I'm just like crying like first time I get on this call with this person I'm just here to get jerked off like kind of but then I was like okay like maybe there's some like healing stuff that we can do so check out Selena's episode 31 entitled sex work white supremacy and happy ending massages for that whole conversation and episode 103 has the cliffs notes from our Tokyo Japan tour but I highly recommend listening to the full series if you have time. And all those links are in the episode description. So have fun with that. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Private Parts Unknown. Hey, stay tuned because I have got some awesome upcoming episodes about unionizing strippers, the lusty lady, the nuances of older people dating and getting in new relationships. What is a sex coach? STIs, condoms, and more. There's a lot coming up, so stay tuned. And to stay in touch between episodes, follow me at Courtney Kosak. That's K-O-C-A-K on Instagram and Twitter. And follow the show at Private Parts Unknown on Instagram and at 
private parts un on Twitter. And for the latest episodes, look down and make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player right now. Like on Spotify, you go up and you hit that little bell button and then you'll get all the latest updates. And of course, subscribe to our newsletter at privatepartsunknown.substack.com. The link is in the episode description for that. Shout out to Amy Rausch for the bomb-ass theme music. For more about Amy and her music, check out amyrausch.com. That's Amy, R-A-A-S-C-H dot com. This episode was mixed by my ride-or-die audio guy, Michael Castaneda of Plastic Audio. And after enjoying this content, could we ask you for a quick favor? Just go to ratethispodcast.com slash private and give us a five-star rating and review. Y'all have been crushing it on helping out with ratings and reviews lately. So we set a goal of 75 ratings on Spotify and we're up to 57. Thank you. I love you, Spotify listeners. If you're listening on Spotify right now, you can just go to the upper left-hand corner of our page, click the star button and then click all five stars. It makes me feel so, so good when I see those come through. And this is super exciting. So on Apple Podcasts, We beat the goal of 250 ratings. So we are now up to 251 plus a new review. So I want to read this. This is from Hellraiser. And Hellraiser says, important reporting you won't find anywhere else. Can't wait to hear more about the stripper unionization efforts. No one else is covering this on the national stage. Thank you for your continued efforts to highlight the work of these amazing folks. Okay. Thank you so much, Hellraiser. And I feel like we've gotten reviews from Hellraiser before, and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And also, I would love to get your review, listener, who made it this far. So head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash private. Five-star rating and review will make my freaking day, week, month. So thank you so much. Until next time, I am wishing you lots of horniness and happiness and your very own happy ending massage, baby. Bye.